In this episode of Dose of Politics, we discuss the surge on the border, Biden's first press conference, a new voting law in Georgia, and much more. Welcome back to Dose of Politics. As always, I'm your host, Lucha Pearl. Here are the top political stories of the week. The biggest story has been that in recent weeks, there has been a surge on the southern border of the United States. Thousands of migrants are arriving, many of them unaccompanied minors. To my knowledge, so far the Biden administration has refused to call this a crisis, even though it clearly is. The facilities that have been established for migrants are over capacity. Well, this is a separate conversation. I still think that it's worth mentioning that migrants have been let into the country without being tested for the coronavirus. my opinion, this is a particularly bad call because migrants often travel in larger groups and because the southern border is very crowded. This policy will likely lead to an increase in coronavirus infections in border states. While this is once again a different issue, it is important to note that the conditions in the facilities are really inhumane. Only a few pictures have surfaced, but what was shown is likely the standard. While we are on the topic of link conditions, the Trump administration was widely criticized for holding kids in quote-unquote cages, but nobody seems to care that the Biden administration is using those same facilities. President Biden has also not done much to stop this surge of migrants. Not exactly encouraging illegal migration, he has said that America has never said don't come. While being asked about this comment in a recent interview, with a straight face, he said he never made those comments. It's also very clear that Biden's actions have encouraged more people to come to the United States. Migrants have been photographed wearing t-shirts that say, Biden, please let us in. At least in my opinion, this is a perfect way to summarize the current administration's immigration policy. Well, no, this is a serious topic. When I first saw this photo, I couldn't help but think to myself that at least they said, please. Before I wrap this up, I have to mention the debate over immigration policy and illegal immigration. Well, I won't go too in-depth on this issue, as it is very, and when I say very, I mean very complicated. My opinion, to immigrate to a country, you have to wait your turn so that the process is fair for everybody, no matter where they come from, their social status, or any other factor. I also believe that each country has the right to enforce and protect its borders in a reasonable way. Now, let's move on to our five headlines. For our first story today, two mass shootings in a week. The recent deadly shooting in Boulder, Colorado, which left 10 people dead, including a police officer, is the second mass shooting in the U.S. in recent times. I want to focus more on the Atlanta shooting as it has received more media attention. The reason why the Atlanta shooting has received more attention is because of the claims of an anti-Asian hate crime. I won't go into too much people, and it is quite disturbing. Two, around two weeks ago, a gunman, who happens to be white, opened fire in multiple massage parlors and killed eight people, of whose six happened to be Asian. As of now, there is no evidence that this was motivated by racism. 
Next, Donald Trump will start his own social media service, Top 8 says. Jason Miller told Fox News that former President Trump is planning to launch his own social media platform. If he follows through and succeeds in creating this new platform, it will not be without major challenges. Amazon, Microsoft, and Google would be would not likely host the app. The same goes for payment processors. Stripe stopped servicing Trump's campaign website and fundraising efforts, and Shopify took down online stores affiliated with him. However, foreign services foreign service providers may take interest in Trump's new service. Moving on, Biden holds the first news conference since becoming president. Last Thursday, President Biden held his first formal press conference since becoming president. This is the longer commander-in-chief has waited to have a formal press conference in decades. Some of the most notable highlights include Biden losing his train of thought multiple times and forgetting questions, referring to a binder with notes multiple times, having a list of approved reporters, and saying that he will run for re-election in 2024. On policy, he supports early voting, said that voting reforms in Georgia are worse than Jim Crow, said that he would be interested in getting rid of the filibuster, and setting a goal of administration 200 million vaccines by his 100th day in office. Our fourth sir today, is Derek Chauvin's trial, what we learned in George Floyd murder case. As of now, nothing too significant has happened during the trial, so I want to focus on the actual charges. From Complex, within days of Floyd's death in May of 2020, footage of which saw Chauvin holding his knee on Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes. Chauvin was charged with third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. In June 2020, charge of second-degree murder was added. And while the third-degree murder charge was initially dismissed in October, the court in this year's trial reinstated the charge on March 11th. Last, Georgia faces a growing number of legal challenges over new voting law. From NBC, several rights groups have now fought at least three legal challenges to Georgia's newly enacted law-changing state election procedures putting it to the courts to decide if the law's passage was simply the result of bare-knuckle politics or whether it crossed the line into illegal discrimination. The state legislature passed the law on a strictly party-line vote. Opponents called it a transparent effort to push back against the victories that Georgia Democrats gave President Joe Biden to candidates for U.S. Senate. Among the Georgia law's provision is a requirement that voters who want to request an absentee mailing that must submit the number of their driver's license or state ID card. A lawsuit filed by two civil rights groups, the New Georgia Project and the Black Voters Matter Fund, said that will disproportionately affect who are elderly, indigent, or from minority communities. This has been a dose of politics. See you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to tell your friends and leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts.